What's up, guys? This episode, we're going to be doing Olympia predictions. We're going to be going over my top six for classic and open. Men's physique, I apologize. I don't know enough to be able to uh, even want to put my opinion out there like that. So Olympia predictions. Uh, the Olympia, I think it's two weeks away. Yeah, two weeks away. Uh, it's going to be an amazing competition. I think it's going to be one of the more competitive ones in the last couple years. Um, so yeah, I'm just going to basically go through my top six, what, who I feel is going to place in the top six. Maybe maybe we might be able to do 10. No, we'll do six. So I'm just going to give my opinion. And then for each competitor, I'm going to pick out what I like. I'm not going to pick them apart. I'm not claiming to be a bodybuilding guru like that. I'm not going to say anything negative about the physiques. I might compare them and explain why I feel like this guy might be this guy, but I'm not going to sit there and shit on any physique. So picking one thing good about him, explaining it and doing it like that. Uh, we haven't really talked about much uh, really bodybuilding like this uh, because we've just been doing podcasts and videos and kind of just doing things differently. But this is more towards bodybuilding fans, so I apologize. But I still think if you're not a bodybuilding fan, maybe you could learn a little bit more about the sport and uh, maybe watch the Olympia. So, all right, so I'm gonna start off with open. I'm, again, I'm sure you've seen other videos like this, but mine's gonna, I'm gonna try to make mine a little bit shorter and simplify it for maybe some people that aren't hardcore bodybuilding fans. Uh, so I'm gonna do one through six. Coming in at the number six spot, we have a toss-up for me between Andrew Jacked and Nathan Diasha, which I don't even know if Nathan Diasha is able to get a visa to compete. Um, but if he is, he'll be the my wild card. He, I don't know how he'll match up. I know he hasn't done the Olympia in a couple years, I think. So... I don't know how he's going to match up with all the new guys, but I love his physique. Um, he is dense. He's always conditioned, and he's super bubbly. His, if you watch him pose, he has a small waist. He's giant, and he just never looks off. So him compared to Andrew Jack, Andrew Jack, I think, did his first Olympia last year. And they critiqued his back and said he didn't have enough back density or width. Uh, but everything in the front, if you know who I'm talking about, he looks crazy. His abs are super uh, deep. He does a front double, and instead of sucking in, he just crunches down and he looks insane. Uh, so he is has a ton of aesthetic uh, compared to anybody, but it's just obviously if you don't have a back and you aren't overall as big as somebody like Derek or Hottie, then it's going to be hard to sneak in there. But uh, it's a toss-up between them. But since I'm going to force myself to pick and just put Andrew Jacked, because I think as a whole, he stands out the most. Like you have, you'll have Hottie and Nick who stand out for conditioning. You'll have Derek um, and Brandon Curry who have really good shape. And then you'll have... Andrew Jacked, who just looks fucking like a giant 
classic competitor with how aesthetic he is. So Andrew Jack to sixth. Fifth, I'm going to go with Nick Walker. Uh, I know he placed third last year, but I think that um, the sport, I would like to think that the sport is leaning more towards the pretty guys, the pretty physiques, and less of the mass monster, which I feel like that already phased out after Dorian Yates. Everybody got jacked as fuck. And then, you know, they're just looking for different things at different times. So I think that's kind of faded out. Obviously, if you're huge, you're bigger than everybody, you're more conditioned, I still think you'll you'll win, you'll do well. But compared to Hadi, who isn't, I mean, he's still pretty, but he gets grainy lean. His, he has dick skin all around, um, so conditioning is top tier. Then you have guys like Derek and Samson. Sam, between those two, I think those two could still be top two. I think Samson could win the whole thing, um, but he's not in my number one. But Nick, compared to Samson and Derek, I don't know. I just think um, those two have... Definitely a prettier physique with better shape, which everybody's saying, so I feel bad for uh, saying that because I do like Nick Walker's physique. I just think he's starting to stand out in maybe not such a great way. He's going to stand out and overwhelm you with how massive he is and how conditioned he gets, but at the end of the day, you can't really... I feel like shape is going to beat somebody who's... If he comes in a little bit off... He could even slide down, in my opinion, to like sixth um, just because all these guys have amazing shape. And if they're on and Nick is slightly off, he can't really afford to be. He needs to be in condition, look massive. I think, in my opinion, come in full, don't come in flat. Um, I think that's going to be good for him considering I feel like they're going to go with shape over mass this year. Um, because of the top three. So, Nick, um, Nick Walker, the, I know, fuck, I said I wasn't going to say anything bad about these people. I'm not really saying anything bad. Um, I think Nick, like I already said a million times, always conditioned, um, always massive. I know that they said his, he needed more quad sweep, that his quads were too, I don't know if narrow is the right word, but they didn't pop off the hips as much as they'd like. Um, and he also has, what is it, a short torso and long leg? I don't know. But whenever he does his front lat, you can see what I'm talking about. It kind of looks off. His stomach elongates, and he has these short, tiny little legs and these short arms, so it looks kind of weird. Um, so I think, yeah, if he works on his quad sweep, I'm talking from what I know in podcasts and what the judges say and what I listen to. So they said outer quad, so I'm sure he's worked on that. I'm sure he'll look sick. But, yeah, other than that, he gets in crazy condition and he's massive. Number four is going to be Brandon Curry. He won the Olympia two years ago, I think, two years ago. Big fan of his physique. Um, he has crazy shape. He looks amazing. His upper body is massive. Um, for the most part, I've always seen him come in super full. But um, his knock, as far as what I know from the judges, is his legs 
in comparison to his upper body. So there's an imbalance. His upper body is massive, and his legs are kind of, again, narrow, straight up and down, um, and they're, they don't have as much shape and his pop and just as much overall mass as his upper body. So with that, it's hard because you can come in, uh, if you come in flat, you're definitely, you're, you, if you need your legs to be full, you can't really come in flat because they're gonna look really fucking small compared to your upper body or just in general, they're gonna look small. So you need to come in full um, and with him, it's either he's gonna come in super full and, and look good. I think that's his best chance, but he's gonna, at that point, you kind of risk conditioning or you come in super flat and you're super conditioned, but you risk looking small. So with something like that, I don't really know. Um, I personally think, I personally think his best bet is coming in full so he doesn't risk losing those legs. Because um, if you're standing next to Nick Walker, Samson, Derek, they all have giant horse legs. So if I was him, not that I know anything, I'm not a bodybuilding coach, but I would just like, it would be cool to see him come in blasting full uh, rather than a little bit flat. So, number three, Samson. Samson Dowda, I think that's his last name. Uh, he's looks insane. He's one of my, I mean, I don't want to dick ride or do anything like that, but um, he's definitely blown up. His coach is Milos. That's also why I liked him. I liked him before he competed in the Olympia and did well. Um, I knew about him. He's from the UK. And his coach is Milos Sar Sarkev, Sarkev, Sarchev. I don't fucking know. But Milos is one of my favorite coaches. I love listening to him. Uh, I love his approach uh, to training, to eating, to everything else. So I'm a fan of Samson. I think he looks amazing. He's an aesthetic mass monster. So he reminds me of guys back from, you know, like a Chris Cormier, a Flex Wheeler. He reminds me of somebody like that, but maybe a little bit bigger too. So can't really beat that. Um, he competed in the Olympia last year, and I think he got third or fourth. I'm not sure. But for his first Olympia, that's insane. Um, and people are talking like, ugh. and people are saying that he can win this year. So that's pretty crazy. Uh, the impact he's made in such a short amount of time is pretty crazy. Um, so I still think he can win. But Consider And the good things about him is just fucking everything. The only thing that I know they said about him is he needs to come in more conditioned and he needs a bigger back, a denser back. So, um, yeah, from the things I've been watching and listening to, he said he worked on his back immediately after the last Olympia. Um, and working with Milos, I'm sure his back is amazing now. So if he has a better back and he comes in peeled, he can definitely win. But my top two are Hottie and Derek, just like last year. Derek's number one and Hottie's number two. It always changes in my head. But going off what I know, Derek is super bubbly. He looks insane. Just like somebody like Andrew Jack stands out for his 
Greek god-looking shape. Derek stands out for being full, big chest, big shoulders. His back is the best in the world by far. Um, legs, they said he needed to bring his legs up because he came from 212. So if you followed anything he's doing, he's made a ton of progress. He went from 212 to placing second at the Open Olympia, which is insane. His coach is Hani Rambod. So I'm very confident. That's why I have him in number one. Hottie's also coached by Hani Rambod, so whatever. But I just think Derek came in, placed second, and really bigger legs and more conditioned, and he's basically winning. Um, and if you look at the scorecard and the points, it was basically, I mean, I think he could have won. But, yeah. Derek's number one because of how bubbly he is, and he just looks like, and his back. There's, everybody says back, uh, a big back. Everybody talks about shows are one from the back, um, which I don't know how true that is. I don't really care, but his back is insane, and he's bubbly everywhere. His shoulder, everything is just massive. Um, and he has a tight little waist. His front lat spread looks crazy. Um, so he's number one. And then number two is Hottie, um, who gets in crazy condition. Probably the most conditioned on the at the Olympia um, besides Nick. But I still think he gets grainier than Nick. Uh, so, yeah, he looks amazing. He won last year, I think. Uh, he, he won last year. I think he beat Derek just on conditioning. Um, so yeah, I think that'll be a good battle, but I do think that Derek has probably the best front and back double, I want to say. And he was second last year. He's going to come in more conditioned. I just think he's going to win. So going back and touching on. Um, the difference between coming in full and flat, I feel like maybe not everybody would know what that means because it's more, it is a look, but it's also a feeling. Um, but I have to assume that not everybody knows what that is and not everybody's into bodybuilding like that. Um, but even if you're not, it's just basically coming in hydrated with carbs. It's just the manipulation of electrolytes, water and carbohydrates um, so that's basically people will come in super full which in a meathead description means um, you know loading up on carbs maybe being hydrated having some sodium pumping up um, and just coming in full because we know that carbohydrates get stored in the muscles glycogen it makes you just come in fuller. Your muscle looks fuller. The muscle pushes against the skin more when you load up and you come in full, basically. So it's almost like when you're that depleted and you eat some carbs, it's almost like you get a pump. It's almost like you just pump up. You fill out. The muscle fills out in your skin and it just pops more. You look bigger. Um, and the best way I can compare it is like having a pump to not having a pump. Um, but with that, you can risk having that crazy conditioning because you're so full. So it's going to be harder, you know, 
to see the deep cuts, maybe some striations. You might be um, hiding those because there's so much, you know, fullness in the muscle, if that makes sense. It might not make sense, but um, it's a little bit easier when I feel it too, because I've felt it before. But basically being depleted from carbs and not. When you load up on carbs, you risk losing conditioning um, because there's more water around the muscle. You could be more watery. And if you come in flat, that just means you didn't load up on carbs. You're not looking full. You're looking flat. But with that comes crazy conditioning. Um, deep cuts, deep lines, striations everywhere. But you don't come in looking as big. So basically conditioning versus looking massive. Which one do you want? So that's the difference. Uh, moving on to classic, number six is Wesley Vizzers. Um, I don't know too much about classic. I'm an open bodybuilding fan. Um, I'm sorry, I know classic is the most popular, but um, I like like Jay Cutler, uh, Dorian Yates, um, even Chris Cormier, people like that were massive. So, yeah. Uh, excuse me, Wesley might be a wild fucking pick for six. There might be five guys that are way better than him. I don't really know. Um, all I can go off really is what I see in Instagram for this category. So, yeah, Wesley, I think he looks super pretty. All these guys, it's going to be the same shit. They all look super pretty. Um, they all have great structure, tiny waists. Quads pop off the hips, wide shoulders, um, all of that. So I just think he, there's not much to say about him. I think maybe some of the guys closer to the top three might be a little bit bigger. But as far as shape and conditioning, he's a solid choice. So I would have him in there. Um, five is Michael. Um, I'm not sure. Michael DeBowell. Michael, I'm not sure. But if you look him up on Instagram, he is definitely the most conditioned. He looks insane. Um, yeah, that's really... I, I don't think he has as good a shape as anybody like Terrence or Sebum um, or Ramon or Urs. But I do think he gets absolutely peeled. And that can take you a long way. If you have decent shape, I'm not saying he has decent, he has amazing shape, but I just mean in comparison, I think he just gets fucking peeled. So when you're peeled, everything looks a little bit better in my opinion. And if you outcondition everyone, you're going to sneak in the top five or six. Um, so yeah, I think he looks amazing. I think he's probably one of the most conditioned dudes in the whole entire show. Um, I think classic physique gets more conditioned than open for the most part. I think they get super, super peeled. I think they should get more appreciation for how conditioned they get in in comparison to open. Um, and they might. I just don't hear it, maybe. But number five. Number four, Terrence Ruffin. Uh, the best poser in that class by far, probably the best poser in the show. 
um, besides Samson. So, yeah, he's number four for obvious reasons. Uh, his posing is on point. He has a super classic physique, obviously. Um, but, yeah, he's not... I wouldn't say he's super overwhelming um, with any body part, or he definitely gets in conditioning, but I don't, I wouldn't say, um, let's see, kind of like how Chris Cormier, who's one of my favorite bodybuilders, his thing was he always looks the same, but his, uh, I heard this on a podcast, but, uh, and I looked, I looked at it, so just bear with me, but. I think his thing was he always looked the same, but his same they were describing was always on point. But there was no outstanding body part that, you know, was yeah. there was no outstanding body part that stood out more than the other. So he didn't, you know, like Nick Walker has crazy arms and that stands out in his physique. Chris Cormier, everything just looked good. Like, so it was hard to uh, sneak in and win like an Olympia or something. Um, but that's how I feel about Terrence, sort of. I think everything looks super amazing, super good. But I think with like, compared to Chris Bumstead or Ramon or Urz, I just think, in my opinion, they look bigger from what I'm seeing. I might, I'm not a judge, um, but they look bigger and they have just as good shape, if not better. So. To me, that beats him. So, yeah. Number three is Urz. Urz is my man. I love him. Um, he's definitely my favorite. And I put him at third just because I think Ramon is creeping up to number one. And I think if I don't think uh, I don't think Chris is unbeatable. I think everybody's beatable. But I mean, if for the next couple years I, I still see him at number one but if he keeps competing for a long time and starts to fade out Ramon is gonna definitely take that from him um so Urz is at third he looks massive he got to like 270 260 in his off season he looks amazing giant legs um I think his thing was arms I think I think they said arms for him, which is also Chris Bumstead's thing. It might be back hmm. or chest. I'm not sure, but I know he looks amazing. He looks massive. He has that. I don't know how to explain it, but it looks like he has those not small. Uh, I don't know, like you would call it wrists and ankles, but it looks like the muscle is just fucking blasting full. It just looks like. I don't know how to explain it. It looks like, yeah, like a classic physique structure to a T with um, body parts that look like they could grow into the open class and he could do just fine. I don't know how to explain that. I don't know if that's density or fullness or just his muscle insertions, how they look, but he looks fucking crazy. And he's definitely my favorite. But I have him in third because Ramon... Like I said, it's creeping in there. He looks amazing. Um, his shape is crazy. He has a tiny waist. I know he struggles making weight, um, but I think he comes in looking amazing. Um, 
I don't really see anything wrong with his physique, if I'm being honest. But in comparison to my number one spot, C-Bum still, um, which, to be honest, I would like to see somebody else win. I think it's cool that he's won a lot. So Ramon's in second. He looks amazing. There's nothing wrong with him, in my opinion. I just think in comparison to my number one spot, C-Bum, uh, I just think, I think he just fucking beats everybody by, not by a long shot, um, but I do think his shape, all of that, how big he is, he's fucking big. He also, most people might not know, he first started competing in open um, when he was super young, and I'm pretty sure he got his pro card in open in like middleweight or something like that. I'm not sure. Before classic was even a thing, but yeah, he's massive. He's also tall for a bodybuilder. So I think, I don't think being tall helps a whole, actually, I'm going to say it definitely probably helps. Cause if you look at like Terrence, he's super small. Uh, and then you look at Seabum who has that kind of old school side chest reminds me kind of of like the flow of Arnold's maybe I might be wrong you guys might disagree but I just think being a little bit lengthier plus having all that mass on you it it look it looks a little bit smoother um, you don't look sh as short and compact which I don't think is the classic look anyways I think it's more of the I don't know how to explain it like open uh, flowy and maybe I just I can't explain it, but it remind it, it. If I was thinking of a classic competitor, I would think taller. I wouldn't think you know sh on the shorter side. Um, but yeah, Seabum gets in crazy condition again. His coach is Hani Rambod. Look at there. There has to be a pattern there. Hani Rambod coaches Hadi Chupan, Derek, which are top two at the Open, and coaches Seabum. So he's doing something right, um, and he always comes in on point. Hani Rambod never really misses. Um, he also coached Jay Cutler and Phil Heath. So, yeah, I'm very confident in Seabum looking better than he did last year, which if he does that, he's not – nobody's going to beat him this year. Um, but his thing was his arms. He had small arms. He got roasted for his arms on other podcasts I listened to. Um and it looks like he brought his arms up. So that was really the only thing, and he did that. And so everybody's kind of fucked this year. But I do think if he starts to fade out and he starts to compete for a super long time, which I don't think he's going to do, but if he did, um, I think even Urs could take that number one spot if he's off and they keep progressing. The other guys keep progressing. Seabum fades out. Somebody takes it. I don't know. But... Um, I think he'll get out at, a, at, the, at the right time. But anyways, yeah. So top three, I think Chris Bumstead brought his arms up, which means everybody's pretty much fucked. Um, Ramon, I don't know what his weaknesses are, to be honest. He looks amazing. Um, but Urs, his back, it looks like he brought his back up this year. So I don't know. Everybody looks amazing. I'm not too familiar with Classic, but that's my top six Olympia predictions for Classic Physique and Open Bodybuilding. Um, yeah, I don't claim to 
be a bodybuilding expert. I'm definitely a fan, and some things I might not know what I'm saying as far as critiquing the physiques, but that's just my opinion. And if you know who I'm talking about, or you want to know, bodybuilding fans, let me know what you guys think as far as your Olympia predictions. Um, I would be curious to see and compare it to my list. But yeah, overall, we'll see how it goes in two weeks and maybe we'll do another video on who wins. So that's enough anabolic activities for today. Drop a comment, leave a like, let us know what you think. And um, yeah, Instagram and YouTube anabolic activities. Thanks for watching this episode. If you're interested in our last episode with Mark, click right here or right here. Watch it. Let us know what you think. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you continue to enjoy anabolic activities and appreciate all the love and support. Click right here. Mm, click right here. Nifty.